Hello, one and all. Good to have you with us on Red Barn Radio. I'm Bradford Becker. Tonight we are continuing on in the 21st season of Red Barn Radio, and we welcome you to show number 821. Blue Cactus, the North Carolina duo of Steph Stewart and Mario Arnez, make Dream Country, a blend of grit, glitz, groove, and twang that harkens comparisons eclectic and iconic as Bobby Gentry, Fleetwood Mac, and David Bowie. Their sophomore album, Stranger Again, released in 2021 on Sleepy Cat Records, saw Steph and Mario taking their sound to a new plane, mingling country rock and some psychedelia. The North Carolina duo have performed at several festivals, including Nelsonville, Red Wing Roots, Muddy Roots, and Hopscotch, and they shared the stage as support for an array of artists from The War and Treaty, Sarah Shook and the Disarmers, and Lily Hyatt, The Town Mountain, and Junior Brown, among others. We're so pleased to have them here with us tonight. Glad you're here with us. I'm Bradford Becker. You're listening to Red Barn Radio, and our guest this evening is the Blue Cactus Duo. Come on in 
WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex. Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Their 2021 sophomore album nabbed Blue Cactus enthusiastic attention from tastemakers, including No Depression, Talk House, and Indie Week, among others. Paste Magazine says if you've ever wondered where country and Americana music is going, look no further. Blue Cactus resuscitates a fleeting style of honest-to-goodness country music, and they put together that high, lonesome sound we know you love. As I mentioned moments ago, Steph and Mario have been sharing stages with some of your favorites, like Lily Hyatt and Town Mountain and the great Junior Brown. Our guest this evening is the Blue Cactus duo. You're going to be glad you stuck around. Welcome back, Blue Cactus.
We've got Blue Cactus with us on Red Barn Radio this evening. So glad you guys are with us. Thank you. Yeah, we're so glad to be here. Your first time in Kentucky. I didn't realize that. But you, you've been here. Been the here, state, but yeah. Just not with your instruments yeah. and performing. Mm-hmm. Where are you from in North Carolina? I grew up in western North Carolina in a really small town called Catawba. It's between Statesville and Hickory, if anybody knows that. It's in the foothills. You can see the mountains, but yeah, you don't get all the snow and stuff. Is, is Merlefest near Hickory or no? Am I in the wrong it's part of the It's not too far. It's in Wilkesboro, so yeah, okay. it's, it's kind of around that area. Okay, all right. Mario, you're from Florida, mm-hmm. but you're a North Carolina transplant. Yeah, I grew up there and got my degree there and everything, and oh, that, was, that was enough time. Raleigh-Durham? Down in South Florida. Oh, um, oh, got you. So you yeah. got your degree. I was down there for a little over 20 years, and it, oh, was, wow. it was time to yeah, right. change things up at that point. It was then that the two of you met playing in a band together? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, we have a really good mutual friend to thank for that, uh, Omar Ruiz Lopez. He's also a musician and just a very outgoing guy, too. I met him first. He was living in Chapel Hill, and he's a really phenomenal fiddle player, especially, and that's what we were doing together. He was playing fiddle in uh, the band we had at the onset of all this. It was called Steph Stewart and the Boyfriends, and it was just uh-huh. a, all right. a little string band all around one mic, and he just kept bugging you, I think, to get out of Florida, right? He's, he knew where you needed to be. Yeah, if we're talking uh, chronology here, I knew Omar first in college. We were playing music first and then Omar moved up to the Chapel Hill area started playing with Steph and then we were still in touch and then eventually I decided to move up to that area and play some music and lo and behold within two weeks or so of moving up uh, we were playing together oh all right yeah I'm quitting again nothing can stop me now I'm beginning the Your times are new again. Been low and high, don't know that I can tell the two apart. But it seems to me like it's time to start.
you say string band music, I think sort of old-time Appalachian mountain music. Yeah, definitely rooted in that kind of trad stuff, too, like Americana. We've never really played by the rules. We just like to to take them and, and move them around. So it wasn't straight-up old-time, but yeah. What was the instrumentation? Fiddle, um, upright bass. I was playing acoustic guitar and call hammer banjo some. And I was doing um, a lot of mandolin and archtop guitar and, you know, yeah, acoustic sure. guitar. Where did you learn to play claw hammer, Steph? I took, like, a couple of lessons, but really I had a DVD that was pretty helpful. I still can't really get the drop thumb thing down, so I probably need more lessons. It's more really hard, <laughs> yeah. that bum ditty thing yeah. that they always try to teach you in the YouTube lessons. Yeah, they make it look really easy, but it feels really hard for my thumb. I don't know. Think it's about time I come clean. The hardest part is Think it's about time I got right with me. I've been becoming everybody never wanted to be.
grew up actually singing karaoke with my family <coughs> and listening to music with my family too, but I really loved karaoke. I was a kid in the 90s, so Star Search was kind of the talent show at the time, and I had really big dreams of being on Star Search. It didn't happen, unfortunately, and I also loved Leanne Rhymes, and I thought, yes, I'm going to be like a child prodigy, and you know. But anyway, I loved karaoke, and my family and I would go to the Dragon Palace about every Wednesday night, I think, and we'd all sing different songs, you know, and I just got a little taste of like people like believing in what I was doing and you know thinking I was good at it and I loved being in the spotlight from like the time I was a kid just you know doing the karaoke thing. <laughs> what you're doing right now is so much larger than being on a voice show. You get these young people who've been promised this potential for this career that's going to be joyful and fulfilling and it's neither yeah, I mean, I do think it worked out for the best. I mean, at the time when I was like, you know, seven years old, I, I really wanted it. But, it, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful for you that it Thanks. didn't work out that way. You got a dream, you know, you got a dream somewhere. Yeah, yeah right. That's, yeah, I think that's where it started for me anyways. She's dancing to our song, swaying mighty close. And your hand, the neon softly glows. A kiss so tender, how can it be true?
just growing up, there were various little things of a lot of big, quick aha moments, like um, having an after-school guitar program or something where I didn't know what I was doing at all, but I could see one person was doing it, you know, they were making it happen, like, oh, that's really great, and that, and also, my mom was a media specialist at an elementary school, and so she had access to the tape recorder, tape player, you know, Ah. all those things, Uh, just the all-in-one, it's in a case and everything, great little piece of gear, so I had access to one of those pretty regularly, and there were just different tapes at different times, and I really spun the heck out of a a Beach Boys tape. I think I got hooked on Sleep John B. You know, you can just play it over and over again. Yeah, right. What about you, Steph? Then, so later on into your teen years and into high school? Moved away from karaoke a little bit at that point. Similar to Mario, I suppose. I, I started learning guitar. Um, I grew up in a really small town, and um, a lot of my friends who knew how to play guitar, you know, they were all guys, and they... We sort of tried to have bands, and, they, and I wanted to sing, and they just wanted to do sublime covers. And I was writing music at that time, you know, and I, I really wanted to play my own songs, and I wanted to, I was really into, like, Sarah McLachlan and Jewel and all of the Lilith uh-huh. Fair stuff, so I, I wanted to play those songs. So anyway, I was like, well, I think I'm just going to have to learn guitar. So yeah, I borrowed a neighbor's guitar for a little while and just started learning how to play everything the wrong way because I didn't have a teacher, but it, it works out for me. I have my own ways. <laughs> Yeah. Mario comes around and shows me the other ways. That was kind of my gateway. And then, you know, similarly, when I sort of proved that I was going to stick with it, my parents got me a nicer guitar, I think as a Christmas gift. And that was my guitar for, for a while. Yeah. I've been biting my tongue so long. It's a wonder the thing ain't gone. But I'm still right here. Trying to tell you that All the things that you said were wrong And all the ways that I don't belong with You were wrong about it I'm just wondering Something new, too many words and I can't cut through. Made me tired to be with you. Always thinking that you know best, but that ain't what I've witnessed. Tell me who you're trying to impress. You just talk less. Southern style. We'll be right back. When you're gonna hear me? When you're really gonna hear me? 
Welcome back. This is Red Barn Radio, recorded live from the Arts Place Performance Hall in Lexington, Kentucky. Red Barn Radio, roots music, Southern style. When you're gonna hear me, when you're really gonna hear me, saying the same thing to you all the I did read you saying that you had studied music, Mm -hmm. in particular 20th century composers, Mm -hmm. that that informed the way that you thought about music and also play music? Absolutely. Yeah. You got to spend a lot of time, you got to go through the classics, you got to go through Mozart, you got to go through Haydn. Bach, of course, is amazing. Spend a lot of time when you finally get to like theory four when they finally get to Bartok and Stravinsky you're like okay uh-huh. like you know all the foundation has been set and then you get to see people like you know bend the rules and you know do things kind of just in modern ways were you actually studying music as a major down in Florida yeah guitar performance so I was oh, studying okay. classical guitar so there's a lot of time spent like I'll never be good enough oh. you know which is you know, a lot of musicians go through that, I feel like. I guess. Uh, there's a lot of the uh, inner struggle constantly. Uh, but it made me practice. Not saying that's a healthy way to go about life. 
having a lack of discipline to start and then finding some yeah i'll say like there was a positive influence of a fellow guitar major he has just always been an amazing player and i always just have admired his playing and he's always been sort of this person of like if only i practice more i could oh. be i could be like christian so did Christian never go on to play anything other than classical guitar? Or oh, does yeah. he does do all kinds of things like you do? He, he does way more than I can do. He does a lot of progressive music. Uh, He's really an amazing teacher. You got me spinning round, but you ain't a dancer. You never lead to solid ground And love used to feel like falling You were holding me down Got me sinking but you ain't an anchor Trading water you thought you could swim
when I hear you're playing, I hear a whole lot more of Pete Anderson and Richard Thompson and Blake Mills, maybe, than I hear uh, Stravinsky and Bartok and Debussy. Sure. Music school is really just a starting point yeah. where I had no idea what I wanted to do. It, getting an education in something that I would have definitely not gotten either, you know, without that opportunity. It was really great. There wasn't really a cool art scene that I fell into around where I grew up. There was a cool open mic thing for a little bit, kind of like Stuffs, and it was a really great scene. People showed up and then, you know, shut down, and kind of the scene didn't really stick around in a way. So there were just kind of little bursts of nice community things that happened, and then it felt like there's just a lot of sprawl, and it's kind of hard to find a a place. Uh. Um, So anyways, yeah. Long story short, I really got into country music at a certain point and folk music, and I'd always been into electric guitar, and then it all kind of came together when I started hearing a lot of great country music where you start hearing all these different influences. Or There's a lot of stuff underneath the surface of country music that I think a lot of people oh, yeah. might not always give credit where credit is due. At least music lovers know. But I think the people who just write it off as kind of s- simple pop music with with a southern accent or something, it's yeah. there's so much stuff going on. Everyone says when it rains it pours. I ain't seen this kind of rain before. Soaked me to the bone. Nowhere to hang out and dry. All the ones with all the answers ain't got the time. They're running round in circles on an uphill climb. Sunshine in a memory. Close my eyes. And I don't know if I'm getting better, if I'm getting Faster time flies, waiting for the good thing, just passing me by, lying to myself when I said it's alright.
You have a guitar rig there that's sort of outfitted nicely to do some fun country stuff. Can you tell us about that instrument a little bit? It's a T style, we could say, uh, for the sake of the builder. It's a, a Charles Whitfill built it, and he's actually in Kentucky. I stumbled across this secondhand. I had been on the hunt for a 50s style, you know, ash maple telly for a while, and there are so many out there. You know, you just have to go right. play a lot or just decide, like, this is a good one. And after, I don't know, it had to have been more than a year of seriously picking up every single tally, wondering if this was the one. And I was at Carter Vintage in Nashville, and there was one Whitfill. It's not this one, but I played that one for a minute, and I could tell it was just a huge step from the other ones I was picking up. And so I just kept an eye out and found this. I got lucky, really lucky on this one. Is that a, like a B-Bender? It's a, it's a B-Bender made by a rolling, it's rolling bender is what it is. So it's kind of the least, I think, one of the least invasive options. You just swap out the saddle ah. right there so you don't have to route out anything. It's just, you know. Just that guy right there. And, yeah, I like that if, a lot. If I want to, I can put the other saddle back on. Uh-huh. Steph, as a vocalist, who is it that you look up to as a vocalist? Maybe not necessarily a model for the way you want to sing, but someone whose voice has inspired you over the years? The <clears> one who <throat> jumps out to me the most right now is probably Reba McIntyre. I really love her voice, mm. and I grew up listening to her as a kid and just, you know, <laughs> would just sing along and she just has such an incredible range and dynamic way of singing. So she can be really tender and soft and then just belt and, you know, hit these incredible yeah. notes in her range that kind of learned to sing a bit listening to her, I think. Later on, probably around fifth grade or so, I remember country kind of became not cool in school. Like, you weren't supposed to like it. <laughs> um, I sort of secretly listened to country music, but also started to develop a taste outside of of what I'd grown up listening to, and I really fell in love with the Cranberries. Like, I loved Dolores O'Riordan's voice. It was so different. Like, I'd never heard anything like it in everything I'd heard up until that point. Then I was trying to, like, sing like her, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and do the cool things that she did with her voice. And I think she sort of maybe gave me an early um, sense of permission to just do something that's different, um, because she certainly... I mean, she has the sound unlike anyone else. And at the time, and she's not with us anymore, but, um, you know, she had a shaved head. She wore Doc Martens and played electric guitar and, like, just had a look that was really powerful for me to see as, like, a 10- or 11-year-old girl, like, wanting to play music and realizing, like, yeah, I can sound however I want and look however I want um, and just be who I am. Yeah. Thought I heard you in the static Calling out my name In the ways and words Of the fuzzy astral plane First I couldn't see you Then I closed my eyes Rolled the dial Turned you up to me 
thanks to WEKU, Red Barn Radio's official radio partner, NPR for Central and Eastern Kentucky. Listen online at WEKU.org. Red Barn Radio is presented with the support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's cultural development, advocacy, and fundraising organization. LexArts, working for the development of a strong and vibrant arts community as a means of enhancing the quality of life in Central Kentucky. And by Visit Lex, Lexington, Kentucky's Convention and Visitors Bureau. Planning to visit Lexington or just looking for more information? Visit Lex is on the web at visitlex.com. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. The Red Barn Radio playout theme, Wookie Foot, was taken from a live performance of the Wooks here on Red Barn Radio. More at wookoutamerica.com. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Kathy Stamps. There are so many people to thank for what you saw and heard this evening on Red Barn. First of all, Blue Cactus, our guest on tonight's program. We are ever grateful for our volunteers and staff who make our production happen so beautifully each and every week. We want to thank all of you for listening to our webcast, watching us on social media, and those of you listening to us on the network of Red Barn stations and media worldwide. Red Barn Radio comes to you from our home, the Arts Place Performance Hall in downtown Lexington, Kentucky. Our website has updates and further information on our guests on our program. We're on the web at redbarnradio.com. Now, before we close out tonight's program, I think Blue Cactus is going to grace us with one more tune. Felt like the first one you Looked like the last in your hand reads and punch your via mustache I felt your shadow, I followed you down Loaded up your fair lane and headed out of Put a thousand miles between us and ran it to the crest. More we tried to haul her, small worlds only grew smaller. I'm not lonely till you hold.
Red Barn Radio, Roots Music, Southern Style. The best music from the roots of the South and sharing this music with the world. 